What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. <laughs> As a combination of Lady Gaga and Beyonce, both with thunder thighs, singing telephone. So pertinent to uh, Rip and Read today, we'll talk about Andrew Evilage Cuomo phoning it in yesterday for the No Holds Bar interview with Rita at the 4 o'clock hour. He should have had his ass in the studio. We'll get to that momentarily. Well, let's talk about Westchester County, which is where Andrew Evilized Como used to live in Mount Kisco, and which is presided over by George Latimer, the Democrat county executive, who, unlike his fellow county executives all over the state, has rolled out the red carpet for the illegal alien invasion, being bussed up from New York City. Bus first to Tuckahoe Road in Yonkers. And uh, Mike Sano, the corrupt mayor there, what is it, four terms, right? It should be term limits. $2 million of the city payroll all go to Sano relatives. I mean, you talk about, he gives new definition in nepotism, and then it turns out one of the big lobbyists is his own brother. So corrupt. Follow the money. I guarantee you there's money that's going into the pockets of Mike Sano and his cronies as they start moving illegal aliens into Westchester at the invitation of uh, Latimer, the county executive. And by the way, uh, I have some news for you of what I'll be doing in Westchester. But first, I was on with Sid Rosenberg earlier this morning, and now I've gotten a promotion, Lou. You're not going to like this. Five mornings a week, 7.05, because of all the breaking news that I do. So I'm going to be busting the stones of Republicans and Democrats alike, of those hiding behind LLCs who are trying to milk this illegal alien uh, milk train right, right, right into right into millionaire or billionaire status. First, let's go to Sid this morning, who was patiently waiting for a call. 
from county executive in Westchester. His offices are in White Plains. Make his phone sing and ring because he's rolled out the red carpet for the illegal alien invasion. He's the only one. They got a text from Laura Curran, our friend Laura, and she says, look, uh, George Latimer is looking for Curtis. He heard you on the show, and you and Curtis on the show this morning, and Curtis was saying he's going to all these beautiful towns in, in New York and Westchester and Chappaqua, and George wants to, quote-unquote, set the record straight. So I said, good, here is the number for the station. Curtis will be on 705 tomorrow morning. George can call in, and we can discuss it on the air. It is now 717, and I have not seen a call. Oh, of course not. Of course not. And Laura Curran, uh, don't knock yourself out for George Latimer. Come on. Laura, you should have been the Nassau County Executive instead. Of, we heard a cut from Bruce Blakeman, who can't, can't think and chew gum at the same time, uh, down at a rally for the Marine downtown today. But please, don't carry anybody's water. George Latimer has no cojones, has no huevos, has no cocktail onions. He could have called in. Chose not to, because I know where all of his bones are buried and who buried them and who better to have on board than Rob Astorino, who's been well ahead of the curve. He knows even more than I do. He was the one, remember, who blew the whistle on the flights that were coming in to Westchester County Airport. George Latimer said nothing, and then eventually to Stewart Air Force Base in Orange County. He said nothing. Nor did Steve Newhouse, the Republican county executive of Orange County, the pendejo there, who just allowed Eric Adams to use technology on him. Anyway, the point being is, Rob Astorino has been way ahead of the curve, way ahead of me. All props to Rob Astorino. He should have continued to be the Westchester County executive. This George Latimer is a waste. Punk, afraid to come on. He knows where I'm going. 33 Old House Lane, that extra house next to the love shack of Bill and Hillary. It's empty. We want to put illegal aliens there. And I know you're listening, George, and I know the staff is listening. I'm going to the La Quinta Inn and Suites in Armonk. Lou, 140 rooms. You know, I was looking at those 140 rooms. <laughs> the Eric Adams administration, do you know that they're in negotiations now? Huh? George Latimer, it's right around the corner from Westchester County Airport. The shuttle can bring the illegal aliens right from those illegal flights that come in in the wee hours of the morning. You're hearing it first here at WABC. I'll connect all the dots on that. But I'm going up there, and Rob Astorino already told us. Remember, his program, Saturdays. Listen to his podcast. Go to WABCradio.com. He's been ahead of the curve. Four to five after I'm on with Anthony Weiner, left versus right. Four to five on last Saturday, Rob Astorino said that there were scouts already looking for locations in White Plains, right? And where's the other place? Oh, yeah, no Rochelle. And that's proven to be true, George Latimer and your staff. You've opened up the door. You're rolling out the red carpet. Well, well, well. And you know what? One of the reasons he's doing that is because Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb is deciding to call anybody who's opposed to that. So whether it's Sid or Curtis Slewa 
or Ed Day, who stood strongly against illegals being sent by Eric Adams into Rockland County, or anyone else, the Dutchess County executive who has said a thousand times no, the supervisor in Riverhead out in Suffolk, who has stood up, Yvette Gear, and has said a hell no. She's calling everybody a bigot. Listen to what Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb had to say yesterday. And I also want to say to parts of our country and our state who are enacting bigoted policies based on fear and intimidation, join us. Join us. Let people know the true story of what New York is. It was not putting out those signs, even though Grandpa saw Irish need not apply. Eventually, those signs came down. What the hell are you talking about, lady? You're calling all of us bigots? Because we're saying that we got to pay for these illegals? And we're objecting to this? Where'd you put them out there in Suffolk County? She wants them on university campuses, SUNY campuses, Buffalo, Albany, and, oh, yeah, Stony Brook, where my wife Nancy went. Yeah, they're going to be in the dorms. And then they're looking at City of New York facilities, city campuses of SUNY and CCNY. You want to put them there. My God. This woman is completely out of control. But Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, has the most problems of all because his administration is falling apart on this issue as we speak. CEO. I'm the CEO of the largest corporation in America, and my bald head, earring-wearing swagger is running this city my way. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. That's swag. Yes, sir. That's swag, right? Look at the stories. Uh, a woman named Katz who is in charge. In fact, they had put all the housing agencies, homeless services together. They put one czar in charge. It's always a czar, a czarina. Her name is Jessica Katz. She is jumping ship on the Eric Adams administration, which is completely out of control. Their homeless services commissioner resigned. New York City's chief housing officer, Jessica Katz, is resigning. And you know what that's telling you? That it's corruption central. There's so much. There's billions and billions of dollars here of our city tax dollars. And all roads lead to the Hotel Roosevelt. And I and Nancy... And yes, Rudy Giuliani have teamed together and we're peeling away the layers. And the person who seems to be benefiting the most, we haven't connected all the dots, the former chief of staff of the corrupt administration of Eric Adams. Oh, he's under he's under attack, Eric Adams, and rightfully so, for all of his fiscal malfeasance. To the former chief of staff, friend of Sid Rosenberg, enemy of mine. Frank Caron. But listen, this is this has been Eric Adams reason to exist in politics from day one when he was sworn into the state Senate in Albany. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. And that's always been what Eric Adams has been about. Now he's trying to uh, roll back 
the right to shelter rules that he always supported. Then when it comes to our sanctuary city status that he always was proud of, all during the campaign against me, I said, no, we cannot be a sanctuary city. And he defended it. He said, I'm proud that we're a sanctuary city. Yesterday, like typical, he says he pivots and shifts, he flip-flops. Quote, and we're looking for the audio cut. We didn't really think it through with the title Sanctuary City, Mayor Eric Adams said. In reality, our desire was to call attention to ourselves and signal how virtuous we are, as in most cases, we're not actually interested in providing care and shelter to any people in need. We want to tell other people they have to do it instead. You voted for him. You thought he'd be better than me. Here's the guy constantly flip-flopping, now flip-flopping on this, and basically saying it's you people that have to do this, that in fact he really didn't think it through the title, Sanctuary City. So now you elected Eric Adams and not me. You will have to suffer. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. AOC, yeah, you know me. Army with harmony. AOC, yeah, you know me. This was funny. Curtis is what Curtis was doing. I like this. AOC. On the weekend, especially if he's filling in for me on a Friday, which was the case, he's got 25 hours to fill. So, I mean, a lot of that, 20 of those hours, is just repeating the same thing over and over again. You got you get, you get two hours of original content multiplied by 20. That's what's going to happen. So, uh, I, I I thought that was going to be much worse. That's actually pretty clever. I, and it is catchy, I must say. It, it, it's really bad, and it's not catchy, and it was horrible, and I... it. It, it actually, really, I was enraged. Well, I uh, may disagree with what you say, but I will defend to death your right to say it. As what is this, uh, Frank to Mama Luke Morano taking off some more time on the Memorial Day weekend? Does this guy ever work the other side of midnight? They want me to do it. Like, does this guy uh, want to work? He's got a nationally syndicated show. But anyway, I don't want to digress from that. His regular guest is Marlene uh, Shavel. Now, you may say, ladies and gentlemen, who's Marlene Shavel? Well, she's a person of no consequence. A claim to fame is she's on with Frank Morano once a week to disparage me. And more importantly, her claim to fame is she is the producer of the propaganda podcast of Andrew Evilize Cuomo, who is totally into revisionism. Remember, he... His stuff don't stink. 
He never apologizes. He shows no humility. It's never been his fault. The podcast sucks. Nobody listens to it or watches it. It's horrible. And they tried to monetize it. Obviously, nobody's going to pay for that crap. That's number one. So I did this parody. Uh, in fact, I did this uh, with Chris Libertini. Great, great parody, Chris Libertini. Because as you know, I've been taking on AOC, All Out Crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and the Socialists. I opened up the Ronald Reagan Republican Club at the VFW Hall in Astoria off Steinway. And on June 14th, write it down, ladies and gentlemen, that's Flag Day, if you haven't remembered. We're opening up a Ronald Reagan Republican Club in Throg's Neck in the Bronx. And we're supporting George Hav Havernack in the 13th City Council District in the Republican primary so that he can go on and take out Marjorie Velasquez at Traditor. At Judas, who made a deal with the Adams administration to support upzoning, which he promised that she would never support at trade. But anyway, I'll give you more details coming up. So Marlena Chavo, as you heard, she said, oh, he plays this over and over again. Chris Libertini was brilliant creating this. It's really bad. It's horrible. I'm enraged. You're enraged. What, to support AOC? What's wrong with you, lady? And Frank's going to have her come on again and again so she can take her six-inch stacked heels and rub them on our welcome mat here at WABC? No, that ain't happening anymore, Frank, especially after her mentor, her boss, her capo, Andrew Evil Lies Cuomo, wouldn't even come into the studio yesterday for Rita Cosby. This was promoted at a no-holes-barred interview. There were no commercials. There were no breaks. It was a full hour. And this guy didn't even have the decency to come into WABC, our house, and do the interview with his entourage. No, he had to do it from his compound out in the Hamptons where they've hit the mattresses, they're stirring the marinara sauce, planning their comeback, and their vengeance, their vendetta. Hey, I'm first in line for your vendetta, Andrew, a.k.a. Michael Corleone. And his brother Fredo out there, Chris Cuomo. And, of course, his wartime consigliere sprung from federal prison for corruption, Joe Pococo. Yeah, you can come for me first. I'm sure you have vengeance against many others. But I had said with Sid at 7.05, I'm now on five mornings a week, that I didn't want to hear Cuomo now one more time if he wouldn't show any humility, would not apologize for his bad deeds. And yesterday, for a full hour, all I heard and all you heard over and over and over was a lack of any humility, the hubris, the chutzpah that he had, and ready to blame everybody else. Well, uh, I feel Rita made a tactical error by spending close to 20 minutes initially arguing over the sexual harassment charges of the many women who worked for him, Look, that could have been done at the back end of the interview. That That is not the priority. You know what the priority was. First and foremost, without any doubts, it had to be the 16,000 who died in our state nursing homes as a result of Andrew Cuomo's executive order to force COVID patients out of the hospitals and back into the nursing homes. This is how Rita and Cuomo 
dealt with that subject yesterday. You don't believe you did anything wrong? I was in charge of the state in the middle of this war, and I take responsibility for everything that happened, for everything that happened, because I was in charge during the war. And whatever happened, I was in charge. But, Rita, what I won't take responsibility for is political accusations that distort facts for political purposes in an election year. By the way, his uh, aide-de-camp, his uh, guardian, uh, when uh, he was in the executive uh, offices of the governor's uh, uh, residence, uh, now actually um, uh, legislative building in Albany, was Melissa DeRosa. She's oftentimes been a guest here on WABC. She has never apologized. In fact, uh, she had spoken privately on a Zoom conference to Democratic lawmakers uh, about withholding the state's nursing home death toll from COVID-19, lying about it, telling them I and Cuomo froze out of fear that the true numbers would be used against us by federal prosecutors. She's never addressed that. She's never apologized for that. She's shown no humility. According to Cuomo and Melissa DeRosa and this uh, Schlavo, whatever the hell her name is, their stuff don't stink. Their stuff don't stink. Well, first off, I think resonating in all our minds was, could I hear, could I hear again, please, uh, his response to Rita Cosby's uh, interrogation of him about all the nursing home deaths on his watch, 16,000 in New York State. You don't believe you did anything wrong? I was in charge of the state in the middle of this war, and I take responsibility for everything that happened, for everything that happened, because I was in charge during the war. And whatever happened, I was in charge. But, Rita, what I won't take responsibility for is political accusations that distort facts for political purposes in an election year. We all remember the headlines. Como, quote, whether a person died in a nursing home or a hospital, who cares? They died. No empathy, no sensitivity, calloused, indifferent. Schifosa. Andrew, ascendeme tutsiu providos facim. Like your father you are. And then, Rita went on to talk about bail reform. And notice how Andrew Evelines Como, author of bail reform, says bail reform has nothing to do with the crime crisis in New York State. But but the that police are frustrated. Police are frustrated. Well, you even brought up Jordan Neely with the 40 arrests. Uh, bail reform allows a lot of these repeat offenders. And, and you just bail, said you said you just pushed for it. It's not bail reform. It's not, listen, it's not bail reform. It's not bail reform. What are you, what are you, dense? I know you're listening on our FM affiliate, WLIR, that goes out to the east end of Long Island, Andrew. But you refuse to pass the budget if the legislators 
didn't put in bail reform at the last moment. And then you have the chutzpah, the hubris, to say that bail reform had nothing to do with crime. You put it in the legislation. You passed it. You signed it. You never stood in defiance of it. You didn't veto it. And your answer is bail reform had nothing to do with crime. And then, of course, and to Rita's credit, she brought up the situation where Andrew Evilized Cuomo in his one debate, he would only allow one debate against the Dutchess County executive at that time, Republican Molinaro, running against him for the governorship in 2018. He would only allow one debate early on a Saturday morning on CBS. And he went out of his way twice to attack ICE, Limigre, Immigration and Naturalization Service. ICE, the brave national security of our nation. It was formed in the aftermath of 9-11 to go after those who had overstayed their visas and who were coming into our country illegally to do harm to our country. And remember what he said in that debate against Molinaro twice, remember? New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. Ah. And then he had a chance to address that because Rita confronted him on that and listened to what he had to say still would not apologize, still would not retract his position. You call Rita, them, quote, a bunch of thugs. They, there were instances where they acted like a bunch of thugs. There were instances where they acted like a bunch of thugs. Never called out MS-13. Never called out 18th Street. Never called out the narco-terrorists who have come into our country along with illegals streaming across the border that you welcome because you were proud that you were a governor of a sanctuary state. And still, yesterday with Reedy, you were proud that we're a sanctuary state, which means we give sanctuary. I mean, listen to this guy. He shows no humility. One hour, no holes barred. Wouldn't even show any humility and apologize to ICE, Lamigra. I'm the only broadcaster who every day that I can, and at times WABC is always broadcasting, Curtis. I talk about the brave men and women of ICE, our federal law enforcement agency, does border security, vets the illegals coming in, and more importantly, they have to put on bulletproof vests every day when they leave their residences, just like police officers. They have to go deal these detainers to some of the worst bad hombres, as former President Don, Donald Trump described them, drug dealers, gangbangers, sex traffickers, people bringing in fentanyl, people who will fight, people who will try to shoot them, stab them, kill them. We should be honoring them, not criticizing them. By the way, Eric Adams took a page out of Andrew Evilized Cuomo, and likewise always went out of his way demeaning ICE, and to this day demeans ICE. He will not allow any of the city agencies, in a continuation from uh, the days of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time uh, mayor, 
the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed the city that we love. Eric Adams has continued an official mayoral order that will not allow any city agency, not the police, not the courts, will not allow any city municipal building to allow ICE to come into the building. MS-13 can come in. 18th Street can come in. The Trinitarios from the DR can come in. But ICE is not even permitted into our municipal buildings and are not even permitted to work with our corrections department nor our police department. Both of you, Eric Adams and Andrew Evelice Cuomo, you are a double U disgraziata. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Thank God it's not that pedophile on a pedestal, Michael Jackson. Listen. Trendoids and Jet Setters did in an Upper East Side restaurant nights ago. Andrew Stein was a guest with Frank Morano, the other side uh, of midnight, in which he told the story of how he was uh, eating, was choking, and of all people who came up and gave the Heimlich maneuver to him was Woody Allen. Apparently, for the third time, he's done this to uh, different people who were choking out. This was uh, Andrew Stein, who his father, Jerry Finkelstein, one time thought would be the first Jewish president in America. Never. is another guy who can't think and chew gum at the same time. But I decided I'll be a little wild and I'll go for the real chop. So I did. And I took a, a, a huge bite. And uh, when I uh, and it got stuck in my throat. And literally, I, I, I was gasping. I couldn't breathe for like three minutes, and everybody panicked. And I think uh, the whole restaurant was watching. And Woody Allen sprung to it, gave him the Heimlich maneuver, caused that chunk of what Frank Morano was a little acute, uh, 
what was causing his windpipe to uh, sort of lock down is what Frank Morano was confused about. And now I know the New York Post had reported that it was uh, that it was pork that you were that you were eating. Uh, and I'm glad that we got to talk to you and get the record straight that it was veal. But I think both not as a Gentile, I'm not up on this stuff, but I think both pork and veal are not kosher. And I, while no one will mistake you for a rabbi, I, I think uh, you are Jewish. There are going to be some people that say this is some sort of Jewish karma for not eating kosher. Do you lend any credence to that theory, Andy? No, no. Um, uh, it was a veal chop. And, uh, and uh, no, I'm, I'm a, you know, not religious, but I'm a, very big supporter of Israel. What the hell does being a supporter of Israel have to do with whether you're abiding by uh, the code of what you should be eating or not be eating? Pork is not what you should be eating. In fact, Alan Dershowitz, who was on with Sid Rosenberg earlier, happened to be at table over at that very trendoid jet setter restaurant, and his observation was... As Scooby Louis Farrakhan would say, it was swine. Uh, I can confirm it. I was there with uh, Brett Stevens and with uh, Woody Allen and his wife, and suddenly Andy, uh, you know, he had a piece of pork. And God said, Andy, you shouldn't <laughs> be eating pork. And it got stuck in his throat. And immediately, Woody started putting his arm around him and doing Heimlich. So yeah, Hashem took vengeance on Andrew Stein. Well, the most famous New Yorker ever to almost choke out and die was uh, Ed Koch, the mayor. He used to uh, love to BYOB, bring his own bottle. This guy had alligator arms like Frank Morano. And he would leave City Hall and go into Chinatown. He loved Chinese food. Wohop 1, Wohop 2, you name it. He had every Chinese restaurant. And of course, they gave him free food, right? And so one time he's sitting there with a very dear friend of his, Margolis, who was, in fact, at that time, the CEO uh, of Colt Industries, manufacturers of handguns. And he started choking. And Margolis put the Heimlich maneuver on him and saved his life. Do you know, Lou, that people were upset with Ed Koch? What are you dining with Margolis? The CEO of Colton makes these guns to kill so many people. What? He should have died? By the way, there was a man years later named Stephen Sliwa, who was the CEO of Colt Manufacturing in Springfield. Uh, yeah, Polish, but no relationship to me.